0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to C4C Apologetics, where it is my goal to help you think through your Christian faith. Thanks to everybody who patiently waited for the continuance of this New Age Movement series, you see, life in ministry has been very difficult, it's been very taxing, it's been very time-consuming. But I feel like right now I'm at a point in the ministry and life, with family and My oldest son just went off to college, and so I feel like I'm at a good point where God's going to allow me to have the ability to continue with this series, finishing up this 10-part video series. So, without further ado, you see, we're continuing our New Age video series where we examine all things New Age. In the previous videos, we looked at a brief overview of what is the New Age movement. We looked at the history and its evolution, the commonly held beliefs. What is in fact the age of Aquarius? And we also looked at Eastern influences within this movement today. What we're going to be looking at in this video is key influencers outside of the church that promote this anti-God and occultic theology and ideology. But first, I have to say, if you haven't subscribed to this channel yet, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you can get notified when these videos and others drop. And don't forget to like and leave a comment on your thoughts and insight into this topic. You see, as we looked at in previous videos, the New Age movement is sort of a hodgepodge of many religious views. And even though there are many different views incorporated and diverse opinions within the New Age movement itself, there are the common core beliefs that run true for most within the New Age movement. The view of enlightenment, the view of a Christ consciousness waiting to be discovered within each and every individual. The view of sin as a perception rather than a reality. We've also recently seen that these views have foundations within Eastern religions such as Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism, Jainism, among others. And now today we're going to look at four influential people in the Western world who have been promoting a damnable New Age view for many years. This video will expose the so-called teachers by considering the words from their own mouths or writings, and from there we'll be able to see how the teachings of these individuals align with the New Age thought and philosophy and how they are dangerous to God's word. We're going to save Rhonda Byrne's book, The Secret, The Law of Attraction, for our next video, as it has been creeping into the churches worldwide for many a years. So who are these four New Age influencers outside the church? Well, one of the most, if not the most, influential advocate of this heresy is none other than Oprah Winfrey. Currently, Oprah Winfrey has her own television station called Oprah Winfrey Network, as well as a YouTube channel bearing the same name, OWN Oprah Winfrey Network. Her YouTube channel actually has over 5.1 million subscribers, with each video averaging anywhere from 4,000 to 8,000 views a day. And Forbes reports her net worth as of August 21st, 2021, as $2.5 billion. To put this in perspective, the GOAT, the greatest of all times, Tom Brady, has a net worth by Forbes of just $76 million as of June of 2021. A side note, this goes to show that a minority here in America, i.e. a black individual, can indeed make something of themselves through hard work, dedication, and discipline contrary to what the demonic critical race theory espouses. Anyways, there's no denying that Oprah is one of the greatest philanthropists of our day. She has done many great things materially to benefit the world, such as raising money to support various causes, instituting educational programs in foreign countries, and much more. However, with all the material good that she and her supporters are doing, far weightier is the spiritual bankruptcy that has been accomplished under her tutelage, as we're going to see momentarily. But first... Who is Oprah Winfrey? Oprah was born in a small town in Mississippi back in 1954. It's said that she had a rough upbringing. Rough in the sense that she was apparently sexually abused by various men in her life. She ended up moving away to Baltimore, where she was eventually recruited to be a host for a Chicago television station. From there, the rest is history. You see, much more can be said of Oprah in her biography, but this should suffice. Keep in mind, though, that even though she's an excellent philanthropist, someone that gives and supports many charities and good causes around the world. However, what you are about to see is how damning she is to a relationship with the true Jesus Christ of Nazareth in the Christ of Scriptures. To begin with, Oprah states that, "...I am a Christian who believes that there are certainly many more paths to God other than Christianity. I am a free-thinking Christian who believes in my way, but I don't believe it's the only way." You see, here Oprah claims to be a Christian, although she believes that Christianity is only one path of many to God. You see, this is quite a damning statement, because two key doctrines of Christianity is A, the divinity of Christ, and B, the resurrection of Christ, both of which every other religion denies about Christ. Whether he's a bodhisattva in Buddhism or the incarnation of Vishnu in Hinduism, simply a prophet in Islam, the spirit brother of Lucifer in Mormonism, or Michael the Archangel in Jehovah's Witnesses, each of those false religions, there is a rejection of the biblical account of Jesus' birth, his incarnation, his deity divinity, and his physical resurrection 2,000 years ago. So, is Oprah a Christian? I don't know her heart. If she truly is, she has a lot to repent from because she's allowing people to remain in their sinful condition without the true forgiveness and pardon offered by a free gift of Jesus Christ's salvation. You see, Oprah's been on the record as saying, the new spirituality is that you are your own best authority. As you work to know and love yourself, you discover how to live a more spiritual life. You see... This is completely contrary to what Scripture records, that the only authority in life is God, Jesus, the Spirit, and that this authority is derived from the Trinity and revealed in the conscious and holy writings we call the Bible. And no, our working to know ourselves deeper and loving ourselves deeper does not produce the type of spiritual life Jesus desires for you and for I. Heeding Oprah's words is where all these divisive and anti-God and anti-Christian movements are coming from, such as transgenderism, removing gender markings from birth certificates, and many more. Finally, it's reported that Oprah believes that Jesus came to show us the way of the heart, and that what Jesus was saying is that to show us the higher consciousness. Jesus came to say, look, I'm going to live in the body, and I'm going to show you how it's done. These are some principles and some laws that you can use to live by to know the way. And when I started to recognize that, that Jesus Christ didn't come in my belief, even as a Christian, I don't believe that Jesus came to start Christianity. So that was very helpful for me. So from this, we can deduce that Oprah believes that the purpose Jesus came was to reveal how a person can live and tap into this Christ consciousness, this period of enlightenment, nirvana, or whatever you'd want to call it. As a self-professing Christian, she neglects John 129, where John the Baptist reveals that the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world. Though Oprah has done much material good for the world, she is corrupting the Word of God through the Church of God and the people of God by the teachings of doctrines of demons, as 1 Timothy 4.1 reveals. The next influencer is Eckhart Tolle. Born in Germany and educated at some of England's most prestigious universities, He apparently had a personal transformation when he was 29 that shaped his course of life. Since that movement, he began seeking to understand his inner spiritual transformation, working with people and learning from teachers in London. He went on to be highly popular as a New Age teacher, and his book, The Power of Now, has been translated, unfortunately, into 33 languages. It's said that his core teaching is the transformation of consciousness, which he sees as a spiritual awakening that is the next step in human evolution. Essential is the awakening which consists of transcending our ego-based state of consciousness. To begin with, Tole criticizes Christianity and believes that the moment you say only my belief or our belief is true and you deny other people's beliefs, then you've adopted an ideology and then religion becomes a closed door. What's interesting here is he says that if any Christians say their belief is true, then it becomes a closed door. However, he, in positing that this view is incorrect and that his belief is true, he's closing the same door just from the other side. Somewhere, the principle, though, doesn't apply to him in his exclusive view that there are no exclusivities. He then teaches a dangerous idea concerning the ailments to the body. In his article, How to Dissolve the Pain Body, he writes... The real problem with the pain body is not the pain body itself, but our identification with it. Everybody has a pain body. Everyone has moments of despair, anger, and unhappiness. As you recognize that is your pain body that is present in your field of consciousness and not your own self, the pain body will fall away and presence itself can arise. You become whole and your true nature emerges, which is one with the nature of God. This is a highly Eastern thought, as we've seen in the last video on how Eastern religion views pain and suffering. But what is worse is that Tolle teaches that we can allow a presence, as he calls it, to arise and become one with the nature of God. This nature he's talking about isn't the abiding relationship a Christian has with Jesus, but rather a divinity that he posits mankind has in and of themselves and shares with the divine but one of the most damaging teachings within Tolle's body of literature is found with his explaining the foundation of manifestation. It is here that he says, Many people have a sincere desire to help raise the consciousness on the planet. That is good, but if you want to manifest consciously, you have to start with the right foundation. Before a person begins manifesting or creating something, that person needs to find his or her timeless and formless essence identity it may be well that a new stage is arising on the planet. The stage where, through human form, there's a possibility for the universe to create consciously. It is exciting to consider that human beings can fully realize their creative power, which is as vast and unlimited as the universal creative power, because you and the universe are not separate. You are an aspect of the universe. You are the universe expressing itself as this form here Eckhart teaches that a human being has the power to create and that this power it is unlimited first he teaches that a human being has the power to create and that this power is unlimited this is damaging because just like the false teachings of the word of faith movement it teaches that a person can change situations and consequences if they simply have enough faith or in Tolly's case has tapped into their inner essence identity or Christ consciousness this is dangerous because when someone seeks to heal themselves or change the situation they're in, and when they're unable to do it, they blame themselves for the lack of faith or their inability to create. But what's worse is that Tole doesn't teach the God of the universe, but rather the pantheistic idea that everything is God, from universe to nature to you and to I. He says you and the universe are not separate. You are the universe merely expressing itself. Again damnable, rejecting the clear teaching of scripture that mankind and the universe are both distinct creations by God. Wayne Dyer was an influential New Ager that held a doctorate in educational counseling from Wayne State University. He was actually a professor at St. John's University in New York. And during his time as professor, he believed that there was a need for what he called principles of self-discovery, and he sought to bring his ideas to a wide audience. The principles he taught were seen in various statements he made to include the thought that everyone had the ability to manifest their deepest desires. All they needed to do was to honor what he called inner divinity and to consciously choose to live from their highest self. Clearly a philosophy that is completely foreign to scripture. You see, Wayne espouses a form of God-man doctrine, teaching that mankind has the ability to be a god, perform miracles, and even create, just like we heard from Eckhart Tolle. In an article titled, You Are God, he states, People who live steadfastly at a place of God consciousness can perform miracles. They can create. They can make virtually anything happen. This godman concept stems from his doctrine that all mankind is infinite and that everyone is simply part of a universal consciousness. And as we saw in the previous videos, the main thrust of this new age ideology is the view of tapping into your inner Christ or god or your Christ consciousness in your god consciousness, this inner divine within mankind. In this view of becoming a godman, he attempts to ascribe purpose to one's life though. In the same you are god article he states, you are here as a spiritual being having a temporary human experience, you come to know your essence that you came from an energy, a vibrational frequency. So, according to Wayne, the meaning of life, the purpose of man, is simply to know yourself and realize that you are nothing more than a vibrational frequency. So, why do more people not realize Dyer's teaching until they come in contact with it? Why is his teaching seem to be? unheard of or uncommon. Well, according to Dyer, it's because people lost sense of their own divinity. Dyer illogically reasons that if we came from God, we must be like him, and since he is infinite, then so we must be infinite as well. And if we come from God, then God isn't something outside of us, but God emanates himself through us, and we are God also. Wayne Dyer died in 2015, and with no indications of a deathbed conversion, his website said, He left his body, returning to infinite source to embark on his next adventure. Unfortunately, this next adventure he's on is one he could have easily avoided through a relationship with Jesus Christ. The final influencer of recent years is Deepak Chopra, who was born in New Delhi, India. Starting out with a career as a journalist, he changed courses by studying medicine and attending a medical institute in India. And it was actually during that time when he came across a book regarding transcendental medicine, which opened his mind to the New Age philosophy. He began his journey by meeting a meditation guru and co-founded the Maharisa Company, provided specialized alternative medications. It was during those years his New Age ideology took form and he became to be known as a figure within the movement. Deepak teaches that God-consciousness is simply a metaphor for a shift in consciousness that makes Jesus' teachings Totally real and vital. Like Dyer, he teaches that one may manifest their own destiny by conscious thinking and determination. Deepak argues that one must tap into their inner self so that they may determine what they truly want in life. Seeming to promote good desires, Deepak does argue that people should not strive for what the media and the latest fads tell is a good life. However, he derails from good intentions onto the dangerous tracks of telling people that you have to understand your inner divinity so you can know what you truly desire in life. Once having understood what one desires, he teaches that one can tell the universe what we want as we work together as co-creators in life. This is a process which he dubbed conscious intention. Chopra has a contempt for God or any deity being other than self. This is evident in his Universal Article Q&A where he argues against a manipulating superintelligent being. He argues that God is not a he or any type of person, and that thinking God is like a person, he's narrow-minded and arrogant. Deepak is one of the leading figures in this movement in the New Age philosophy, and unfortunately has gotten some of his teachings into the Western Church. You see, these four key people I've come across, Oprah Winfrey, Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, and Wayne Dyer, have reached millions of people with their anti-God philosophy and rhetoric. It's quite alarming that much of their teachings, views, and beliefs and influence has crept into the churches. Are these teachings as dangerous as I'm making them out to be? Most definitely, because each one of these influencers are being used to pull people away from God's counsel, away from God's providence, and are seeking to remove God from the altar in place of their self. I hope and pray that if you're watching this, that if you're following either of these people, that you turn from their views, and you turn from their teachings, and you turn to the living and true God, and you tell others of their pernicious ideology. Well, that's going to be it for this video. If there's someone that I didn't cover here that you believe is a key influencer in promoting this doctrine of demons, let me know in the comment section below. In the next video, we're specifically diving into the video, The Secret, The Law of Attraction which discusses the New Age philosophy, another demonic deception in the church today. But until then, be sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and click the bell to be notified when that video drops. Until next time, thanks for watching or listening, God bless.